Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! It's the Lost King Podcast Show. You supposed to whistle. Forgot to whistle. Welcome to another episode of the Last King Podcast. I'm your co-host, Mr. Toffee. I am the original dwarf doc. <laughs> and I am the eccentric uh, one. Uh, happy. Happy, yes. <laughs> happy is my second favorite dwarf after grumpy, sleepy, sneezy, bashful, and the, the retarded one. Dopey, dopey. <laughs> no, dopey. Dopey, yeah. We can't say retarded, but we can say dopey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a politically correct word, Did I get right? all seven of them? Is there anyone I missed out? Yeah, you know, I'm surprised it didn't include like some like gay panic one, like query. Like, query? Uh, <laughs> query dwarf? Maybe for the 2018, not... we might yeah. have one. The one that make him sleep in a different room because they don't trust him. <laughs> so yeah, the, the reason... The slightly rapey dwarf. <laughs> we keep rapey, him rapey. rapey dwarf. We keep him away from Snow White. Please explain why we're talking about this. Yeah, Mr. okay, that's easy because we are celebrating the release of Snow the White anniversary. and the Seven Dwarfs. The yeah. anniversary. The Not release. the release. It came out yeah. in the 30s. It came out in the 38 yes. <laughs> we're celebrating the anniversary of the release, which is actually on February 4th. 1938. So yeah, we're within theatrical the week release, yes. yeah, of the theatrical release of everybody's favorite Rohip Null parable, <laughs> <laughs> Snow White and, and the S- Seven Dwarves. Yeah, I mean, have you seen the original uh, fairy tale? Seen it? Uh, read it, read, read it. Ah, uh, like uh, they he, made it into a film he too. Legit rapes her while she's sleeping. Really? Yes. Fascinating. Like, so through the glass in, box. Well, I, he opens the box. <laughs> he opens the glass box. He's not a maniac. I thought he was actually hum- dry humping the glass box. <laughs> he fucks right through the glass box, straight into the princess. Dude, Wait, was so the glass white. box in the original fairy tale? Probably. Yeah, yes, it was. So, because we're talking about this, we are celebrating. I love how you just th- brush past right there. We, we just like we just like to talk about all the favorite Disney movies you've seen, starting with maybe Snow White. It's the first. Yeah, it's the, the very first. 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 <laughs> no, it's the first feature-length uh, princess Disney movie animation. Yeah, like the original one was Steamboat Willie. Yeah, which was 1918-1919. Well, yeah, the stupid ages. I mean, like the birth of animation, right there. Yeah. The thirties, the forties, the fifties. I mean, yeah, but you also have to kind of give praise where praise is due because, like. Snow White also pioneered rotoscoping and like all sorts of amazing effects. I mean, yeah. it was very, very ahead of its time in yeah. terms of so many things. Nah, it was a stratospheric jump from what is available. But yeah. I would also say, I mean, do we need to explain to our Last King fans why are we talking about Snow White in the Seven Dwarfs? Well, because again, we want to actually talk about Disney animated films for uh, this special or is anniversary. It just us having an opportunity to just talk about Disney again. Yeah, yeah pretty much, pretty much. They've been around the block, honestly. Like, they own been the around things. the block. They own the block, sir. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and painted it like white and black. Right, you know. Let's face mousy it. Colors. Yeah, let's face colors. it, Last King fans. We're gonna talk about Disney for the rest of our lives because they own everything. Eventually, us too. I can't yeah. wait to sell out to the House of Mouse. Oh, we do it like you know, maybe say, about. Five years time, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, Pretty let's quick. say we'll give you fifty dollars. Sold 
There you go. <laughs> we just want that branding. Simple as that. No, this oh, episode. Can you imagine having Disney money behind us? Uh, wow. Like, like spend, I think I think a million is pocket change for them. Like it's we would thing. we would just spend millions of dollars just airbrushing ourselves for live video. <laughs> <laughs> just live edits to our being. For the live version of the podcast, the video version, I shall be played by Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> I can afford him with Disney money, apparently. <laughs> I, I would choose a uh, snatch for me. Yeah. You'd be played by Doctor Strange himself. I, I, I kind of want Mark Ruffalo for my side. Sure. Not that yeah, awkward. Okay. okay. We see cute. that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> that, that makes Not sense. Not cute. More awkward than cute. Yeah, cool. okay. Mark Ruffalo or you? Mark both. Both. <laughs> hey, I'm pretty awkward, so I, I'm happy to admit it. I admit my own flaws so I can improve myself. I'm so sorry. I said that. Yeah. Not bad. The same. Yes, we're gonna talk about Disney, the anniversary release of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Do dwarves, dwarves. But basically, no, actually, it should be Snow White and the Little People because we're a PC show now. Because dwarves is apparently offensive. I mean, as I like, it could have been worse. Yeah. I should shut up before I say what is on my head. You mean like midgets? Midgets? No, midgets is fine. No, actually, that's not so PC, actually. Really? Yeah, I, I've used that word. I am overseas. going to make the executive decision to move this shit right on by. Okay, so we're okay. going to talk about Disney. Yeah. Okay, so what, what we propose is we actually categorize what we like of Disney films, animated films with princesses. There's yeah. been so many. For three, for, for three eras. The Golden Age, the Renaissance Age, which is the 90s, Yeah. where Little Mermaid and Aladdin and all those so came out. So my Disney, pretty much. Yep, yep. I think and also the 2000 plus period like when the, they started doing the 3D, 3D animation. Age. Yeah. The 3D age. Which is the, let's call it the new millennium age. Yeah. And then like you got your golden age and then the well, you know the bronze age. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would say this, right? I also call this age that we want to be Pixar age. The golden age, silver age, Pixar age, millennial age. Yeah. That's four. So There's too many great. ages. Like, look, We're Pixar aging is, ourselves. Pixar is its own thing. We won't... Uh, for the sake of making it clean, we're not going to include any Pixar movies. Yeah, because I there's was like, like 57 freaking all these movies out there. I think we yeah. should yeah. just lib- uh, limit it to the princess movies. To the Walt Disney animation stuff. Yeah, which I mean, is, but course, nah, yeah. the thing is, then you have to include like... Atlantis. Or the Black Cauldron. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know what I mean? Like, let's keep it in theme with the original Disney princess. Mm-hmm. And we can also mention the new ones that have been recently acquired. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because like... I remember we made the joke. No, you made the joke, eccentric Tom. That about the alien uh, queen was going to become a Disney princess. Now here's the problem. Oh, you spoiled it. No, the thing is, right? She's a queen, so, so she can't be a princess. But Disney actually said she's not a princess. <laughs> but let's let, let's on semantics. Yo, uh, alien queen gives birth to the face hugger. That's the Disney princess. <sighs> that will be the most loyal Disney princess because it stays with you. Till it dies And it's all about family mm-hmm. It's all about You know Starting the next generation And it will burn away Literally any opposition <laughs> That's the, the best Disney princess The one with Acid for blood <laughs> <laughs> She's not a looker But you know what She gets the job done She gets the job <laughs> Yeah, yeah she, she maintains get a job done She yeah. maintains a good household You know So yes That's our nomination Because like She's an excellent hugger <laughs> Oh, she's all hugs. She likes close contact. <laughs> but you know and what? She's a bit freaky as well. She's really adorable. I've only got one complaint. She can be a bit suffocating. <laughs> but I think if you look past that, <laughs> I mean. Performs well orally. Oh man, performs well orally. <laughs> 
I mean, I think it's your stomach pains as well. No. What's okay. your son? <laughs> She'll make a woman of you, sir. <laughs> you are pregnant now. <laughs> I mean, okay. All right, oh. boys and girls. Wow. <laughs> that's that's a start. Yeah. But if anything, I mean, we should also mention we are we're calling back to our very special beauty and bestiality episode <laughs> way back in the season two Where's era. Where's my buzzer, goddammit? <laughs> it's on your phone, somewhere on your phone. Mm-hmm. Okay, but here's the thing. I mean, we're gonna update that list because if you all recall, like we named Mulan, uh, Princess Jasmine, Snow White herself, and of course, you know, the best Disney princess, still Carrie Fisher. Oh yeah. <laughs> But, but we're gonna update it later on. For we now, ha- we're yeah. gonna focus on what we actually have. Like we're gonna go through different tiers and pick our favorite. No, literal tears way. streaming down our face. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna fall apart putting yeah. this together. Okay, okay yeah, so yeah. I'll start. Um, let's oh, you're gonna start in, your in favorite era. princess? Yeah, golden era. More like the golden era films with the princesses. Ah, okay. you guys know mine already. But okay. go ahead. I'm gonna go with. Uh, in retrospect, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Alice in Wonderland. Really? really? But she's so, not a princess technically. Well, technically yes, but it's still, she's still the main character in that show. What I liked about that is because it doesn't need, you need to tell a story because it's such a weird ass fucking film with good animation. Also because the original book is not a story. It's, yeah, Lewis, it's Carroll, a... Lewis Carroll trying to get in the pants of an 11 year old girl. What? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's right, he's right. No, this was him trying to seduce an 11 year old girl that he was in love with. Really? There's evidence of this? Yes. But the whole point is, if we take away that subtext, that really disturbing <laughs> subtext, it's a very enjoyable, if crazy, as it What are you talking about? Film. Subtext to a Disney movie? <laughs> what are you trying to imply, sir? I mean, who could forget the March Hare and the Mad Hatter? Who could forget the freaking Caterpillar? And- you just saying those names now, right? And he just saying what he said. The image in my mind, oh my god. What the does March Hare! Oh, the March Hare! Oh, the Caterpillar! Yeah. I and and the Cart Army, you know? Oh my- I- what? Army. Yeah, a card army, a shuffling card army. Shuffling card army, yes. And then they have a showdown with flamingos and cricket, right? That was cricket. Yes, right? uh, flamingos and. Uh, it wasn't cricket, or was it golf? No, it was the. Croquet. Croquet, croquet, croquet sorry, croquet. Croquet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you all played croquet? Yeah. No. It's <laughs> delightfully English. Yeah, okay, that's why we don't do it. <laughs> it's, it's so much fun. Like, you stand there, legs akimbo, and you hit it with your mallet. If legs akimbo, sir. Legs thanks. akimbo. Thanks for keeping me. Do you have any memories of uh, Alice in Wonderland? Wonderland like Alice in Wonderland when I first saw it, you know what? I liked how trippy it was and like basically... It, like I always gravitate towards, especially the classic era, right? The more weirder the princesses. Like, okay, I'm just gonna mention mine's favorite hands down all time. It's still Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm, just yep. because of the art style and how different it was. Every animation had really, really loved yeah, This was like the stained glass too. style artwork. Who yeah. was the guy who started it? Uh, just e, just right? listen to, to Beauty and Beastie. Yeah, yeah, we mentioned yeah. it on that episode. Check I mean, it out. I, I can't regurgitate everything I say, but uh, okay. Alice Maybe Wonderland. something new. Maybe something new you want to share. About, about Sleeping Beauty? Yeah. Wow. Uh, She's not in it for most of the <laughs> She's one of the few. The she's best like, part of the movie is that she's not there. She's not there. Yeah. I think the best part is still Maleficent. She well, steals I mean, the, the scene final showdown time. between Prince Prince Charming and uh, Maleficent is yes. still so b- amazing. When she well becomes a dragon. Animated. Yes. Like, At, my god, she was so terrified. Dragon fire and all. Yeah. I mean, like she's the only Disney baddie to have 
like lasted this long yeah. and warned her own solo yeah, film. Yeah, she had a retcon in that uh, solo which film. Which I hated it. because this thing is like, oh, Angelina Jolie is like she's like some imber- embittered mother character, which doesn't make sense in that universe. Yeah. But then again, the fairy godmothers were also kind of irritating. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think they're meant to be irritating in that sense. I mean, now you look at back at it, it was yeah, what the hell was that? I mean, comic but relief then, is good comic relief. But you have to understand, like when you see something like Cinderella, and you have all the annoying like the mice, mice. and the bird, and then you have uh, the one fairy godmother. Yeah, and then like in Sleeping Beauty, like I know for the sake of padding, because literally the movie is about this princess who's asleep. For a while, yeah. <laughs> for quite a while. But yeah, if you look at original uh, Disney movies, there are so much padding because the stories they tell you can tell They're really short. <laughs> yeah, you can tell in five minutes. Like all these Hans Christian Andersen stories are really damn short. No, but then they also had to pack these films with songs and like oh you God. know all these animation sequences. So many fucking songs. <laughs> But you know, here's the thing. Memorable. Remember Wish Upon a Star from Pinocchio? He's not a princess. I know, but still, I'm just bringing up that song that is in every single title card when you introduce a Disney film. Yeah, but... mm, Like like a mascot song of sorts. The theme. Yeah, the theme. I would also say... I mean, okay, Snow White had... uh, I had a lot. It had Hi Ho, the the dwarf song. (laughs) I don't know what it's called. It's off to work we go. Uh, I think whistling while you work. Whistling while you work is an amazing yeah. song because which is made an amazing um, R and B song. Whistle while you twerk. God damn it! <laughs> See, the new age is ruining the old. Thank age. you, millennial, for ruining it for us again. Oh, this is not millennial. This was in like two thousand and two. But if anything, we of course. Uh, but also, like the most famous song from Snow White would be when uh, no uh, someday my prince will come. Mm-hmm. You know, which is like the anthem for ever single stripper twerking yeah. lady now, I guess. But Sleeping Beauty is like, they only have that one song, Once Upon a Dream. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And it's like, they used it well. But it's uh, it's it's one of the weakest of the golden age, I would say. It's the one that failed. Yeah. Like, at the box office but as well. It looked good doing it. That was what but, was I mean, impressive about it. But I mean, why I put it on that list then, back in season two, is because it's the, it's the first one that went dark. Yeah, and like especially with the brambles and how it introduced a little bit of violence because the thing is you actually see Sleeping Beauty prick her finger on the what they called the it's a, it's sewing spinning wheel. wheel, the spinning wheel, wheel yeah, the spinning wheel, yeah, and it's like wow, and especially Maleficent's transformation. I mean, hands down, uh, from Evil Queen to Witch in Snow White, still the most terrifying. Yeah, but the thing is, there's a very visual, there's there's visual splendor when you watch Be- Sleeping Beauty because it's like, this is a gorgeous film. I mean, yeah. I I absolutely agree. I've not seen it in about fifteen years, but I still remember really liking the other side when I watched it. Yeah, I mean, it's the most underrated to me because okay. people sleep on Sleeping Beauty. There yeah. you go. That's a long way to that joke. Hey, Tom, Tom, so what is your favorite pick? My favorite of the, the Golden, Golden Age, Age, I would say is still actually my favorite Disney animated movie is uh, The Aristocats. Wait, wait. Again, you actually there's no like princess it? in that movie. I mean, there the, is. the cat is. She's a duchess. <laughs> that they're royalty. It's cats! Did you really like that film? Look, I like it. it again. What's the official title of uh, Catherine? Catherine what? Uh, Catherine, uh, married, to, married to Prince William, the Duchess of Cambridge. Uh huh. She's a princess. So. But Duchess the cat is. 
she fits into the wider lot, especially for all our fairies out there. She's definitely a princess. Where are we going with this, Tom? <laughs> anyway, go on. Why, why did you like Aristocrats? No, be sorry. Aristocrats. I liked it because it was just so much fun. Mm-hmm, I agree. And it's just everything about it is just gorgeous. And it's it was much later than uh, Snow White and uh, Sleeping Beauty. It was like late 60s. It was before Robin Hood, if I recall. Yeah. And the thing is, they both stole from each other animation was. Well, look, they animation them. was damn expensive. Like I, I agree, I agree. And especially it was like war era, right? No, possibly late, late, much later, late sixties. But um, right. I remember being lucky because it it really captured the feeling of like Paris and like also a little bit like Belgium, like parts of Brussels look kind of like mm. the cities that were portrayed in that. So I would really to, to like what my view of what a city was like. Mm-hmm. I would attest that more to like Maurice Chevalier's singing and yeah. his songs throughout the entire film, which adds yeah, that essential. It's What's the word? Je ne sais quoi. <laughs> Je ne sais quoi. Also, yeah. I really like uh, in terms of art design. Like all the characters look like they'd been uh, like drawn rough-handedly, like without. No, a... I want to point this out because if you watch the Aristocrats, it was released on Blu-ray for a very hot minute because. Disney has this bad habit of taking things out of the vault, yeah. releasing it, and then sticking it back. It, in the it vault. wasn't really the most popular film in the in the vault. But I would so. say this, right? If you pay attention to the animation, you can still see the pencil lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which it's is why I like r- it. Really, yeah, the I mean, rough around the edges style. Yeah, because it feels like I don't know, like it really just struck a chord with me because it reminded me a lot of like uh, the uh, animated shows I watched as a kid in Belgium. Okay. It's like they're like because Belgium has you might not know this but a really strong um, animated scene, mm. like very strong comic scene as well, mm-hmm. and it just like I really really love that kind of style, and also who can't love um, the song Everybody Wants to Be a Cat? Oh, that's, yeah. that was like, probably the how, how that was probably the only good thing for look, me in the film. Even because it just gets more and more crazy until like it's just like crashing down that ten of a block yeah yeah and before that there was that Siamese cat doing that oh, I'm gonna bring up really, racist cat really <laughs> expensive yeah uh, oh Jesus Christ I mean like the thing is you had every you had Italian cat English cat yeah. German it was cute cat. it was cute but I don't know maybe Russian cat had... played the double bass yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Jesus, that was, that was bad. Yeah. No, that's Lady and Tramp. Is it? That was different. Yeah. That was Lady and Tramp. Oops. So well, the Simon Kiss is like... Uh, yeah, I remember. Kung 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 yeah. Ah, right. And it's like, Fortune Cookie always wrong. That's his yeah. line, right? <laughs> oh, something, why do I remember something, that? Something, something, Egg Foo Young. Something, something, Egg Foo Young, Fortune Cookie always wrong. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, apart from that song, which is super... I mean, that's probably the only thing I remember from... Really? Aristo the plot with the butler trying to kill the cats and then all that dog chasing nah, and all that. Kill. I like, I like remove it. from okay, house. Remove, remove from the house. But it's like you couldn't do this live action seriously. It's I mean, cats. I know, but exactly. But it's, that's why it's so great because you really sympathize with the butler because he's losing out on the inheritance of this old spinster to some fucking cats. It's like she is insane, leaving money. To animals, so you can. If you're rooting for the butler in that perspective, yes, then that's probably your favorite film. But then, but also like the physical humor is great, especially the two dogs and the the um, yeah. female. It's so good, like the part where they're trying to steal his hat with like a fishing hook is just like just watching. It's basically the motorcar, the side carriage, the windmill, and a haystack, yeah, and it's just comedy. It's like it's just it makes no sense. It's Buck wild and it's so much fun to watch. You know, I've seen all of this done better in previous Disney films. Like, what, that's why I felt that okay, Jungle Book, 
there was a uh, okay, not Lady and Tramp, sorry, Dumbo. There was a lot of slapstick shit happening in the circus. Dumbo, I would say. I prefer that for being one of the greatest fever dreams of yeah. all. There you go. Because that pink elephant sequence. Oh God! The fuck. Yeah. yeah. But I would say I'm gonna pr- I'm gonna defend eccentric Tom because you know what? One of the best. Okay, like the thing about Disney stories, the Prince Charming is usually a one note cipher, bland, whatever. Now white guy de jour. Yeah. Mister O'Malley. Oh, he was mm. great because he was obviously like. Yo, <laughs> just his. You know, like Abraham the Lazy, Geocentric Casey, nice. Thomas O'Malley, <laughs> da, 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 da. O'Malley the Alligator. He is the smoothest motherfucker. S- motherfucker. <laughs> like, yo, my flirt style, I stole from him, son. <laughs> like, he got the Duchess. Well done, sir. And he did it in an expert way because he kind of he slid and just like, hey, girl, what's up? Oh, you got kids? Hey, kids, I'm cool. Like. Uh, he wins her over he in like five minutes. It's yeah. just like he is just. Mm, I mean, like as a I'm, character, literally, that's his catchphrase. Like when he like slides next to Duchess, it's like, "What's your name?" And she's like, "Duchess." And he's like, "Beautiful." Ooh, you <laughs> slick motherfucker. Yeah. Ooh. It's like mm-hmm. also. I think. Uh, what's the name of the guy who did the voice? It was the same voice who did Baloo, Baloo right? I think it's yeah. Ray yeah. Bradbury? Ray Bradbury? Oh, no, no, no Ray Bradbury. No, 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 sir. No. But I know who you're talking about. Yeah, like, he's... That same guy. Like, he was, like, a stalwart person that they uh, used to use a lot. And, I don't know, it's just... For me, like, yes, I know it's very rough drawing because I guess they had a smaller budget. Oh, no, I felt that the rough drawing was actually good. I actually like that setting. Yeah. It adds to the charm. Everything else yeah, for me. I think maybe it's the heavy nostalgia which is weighing in on me, but... Honestly, that is my favorite uh, golden generation, golden era of uh, Disney. I thought you were gonna. I might actually want to rewatch it just to see your points and all that. So maybe I might change my. I mean, it's not better than Jungle Book. And Jungle Book is a different character. Well, the thing is, uh, yeah. Maybe we're just taking it to different levels. The thing is, I prefer over Jungle Book because Jungle Book is a stronger story, but it falls apart at the end. When he returns to the human world and all that, right? And then it ends with Baloo just like picking up this this poor Bagheera, like saying, "Come dance with me," like just like. Oh, that's life. The boys of the human village. Let's just go back to our forest. And then the fucking beetles as as um, uh, vultures. (laughs) Mm. That was cute. No, it was stupid. The thing is, they actually wanted to hire the beetles to do that. But they too expensive. So in the end. Yeah, how much would that have been? Was like the Beatles getting this was 19, licensing nineteen sixties Beatles? Like, exactly, like licensing the music now. Ooh, yeah. like all the hoops you have to jump through. Imagine then. <sighs> I mean, okay, if anything, like okay, so I'm a bit disappointed. I thought we were gonna talk about princess movies. Damn it! Are yeah, you thinking about Aristocats? That, was, that was technically a princess movie. Yeah, that's movie. just you know, it's like royalty. Like of the sorts. broadest. Um, uh, well, thing. if we're gonna do that, okay. My favorite princess movie is Herbie the Love Bug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Herbie's okay. a dude. No, Herbie's a car. <laughs> a dude car. <laughs> Cars have no sex, sir. No gender. If he wants to be a princess, so be it. If he identifies himself as a princess, <laughs> like, and the things, do you speak car, like, sir? Sir, should... do you speak automobile? You should have, have at you. You should have said, "How dare you assume his gender? <laughs> How dare you assume his gender? He has a single exhaust, hence female." Well, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to take it. So there. I think we're good. I'm to sexualizing go a to car. Maybe the your uh, your choice of uh, best. okay. What's, so what's your Alice in Wonderland. Yep. Oh, I so went yeah, Sleeping Beauty. First, yeah. And then 
Aristocats. Aristocats. So let's. Go Marie on. is the princess, because she's the Duchess. Yeah. All right. You didn't mention Marie at all. I mean, the skills and arpeggios right? yeah. is a good song. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, she's just like one of the vessels for like the wider events. It's like I don't know. You like it? I. All right, all right. We'll give it to you. Yeah, we'll give it. We'll give you that. We'll give you that. Golden era Disney movie. I didn't like the Disney, like the the hardcore princesses that much. I'm a fan though. Yeah, I like. I'm into Cinderella and all that. I mean, like, for me, Cinderella was very boring to me. I don't know why. No, but Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. Ooh, how can yeah, you'll that? probably remember more that like more than the rest. <laughs> more, more than the rest of the film. You remember that song more. I mean, and I remember the... Cinderella in total. Because the thing is, okay, on a personal side, like me, my brother, my sister, we grew up with all that shit. So it's like, we would have all these movies on VHS tapes and multiple viewings. Oh, same here. So it's like. No, it's Saturday. We're not going to school. Dad's not taking us anywhere. Yeah, yeah, Let's just watch Disney like, movies. Oh, back in. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, like, oh, back in. I mean, we would literally watch a film and then rewind another one. Yeah. So, like, to save time. Speaking of, I watched Bambi on VHS every day after school for a year. You sadist. You <laughs> really like that yourself. That's literally the killing of a sacred deer right there, sir. <laughs> shout outs to our last episode. No shout outs to several episodes ago. Like, <laughs> what? Release wise. Release wise? Killing yeah. of a sacred deer was. We talked about it last episode. Yeah, yeah, it was a January episode. This okay, is a February episode, dude. Alright. What? Okay. We, we've, we've lost track, track of time. Last thing podcast. Was there an episode we recorded yeah. between this and the last episode? <laughs> I'm sure we did. I'm one lost. Got, one got released. That's why we're super prepared for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Next, we're not recording next week. It's releasing before this episode. There you go. <laughs> I'm confused. Anyways, don't, so, don't sirs. pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Pay no attention to the guy speaking right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. let's move on to the Renaissance, which is arguably the peak league. Disney. The which late is, 80s till like. Let's just see what it is. Yeah. Little Mermaid onwards. Yeah, Little, Little Mermaid, Mermaid was 1989. Yeah. Until the last one, I think, was Mulan. You wanna count Mulan? I, okay, I'll say that. So the, the final one that eclipses that era would be the Millennium Age. Yeah, and when they that's when they kind of go weird, and that's when like after Mulan was Atlantis, and that's when it went kind of experimental for a while. Yeah. Honestly. I'm so sad that Atlantis made no money because that was a really good movie. It was fun. It was a fun adventure I missed out on it. Is it worth a watch? Definitely. It it's is. a great adventure movie. Mike okay. Minola did the art style for that. Oh, really? Yes. And it's a bit more intense. It was released as PG rather than U. So, because there's actual like death and like proper... But with the Disney brand. Yeah. Like, that's why it made no money. Like, it was like, oh, this is a cute Disney did, movie. And did, like, ooh, shit happens. But did Atlantis kind of Black Cauldron itself again? No. Not really. Black Cauldron was very superficial, unlike Atlantis. Atlantis, it knows it wants to be a pulp action film. It has an art style, aesthetic, and it had a mm. lot of plot, plot threads. It actually worked out fine for what it, feels, it was. It feels a bit like an Indiana Jones, but a bit more steampunk. A throwback, a throwback, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's got a kind of, like, you know, daring do adventure spirit thing going on. You probably hate how the villains work out, but everything else, even the side characters, uh, the, the Italian, the Italian bomber, that was kind of fun. Uh, yeah, and it, and the Italian mechanic as well. She was yeah, a lot yeah. fun. She was cool. And was uh, cool. the French, uh, the mole man. <laughs> yeah, the French uh, money expert is a mole man. Is it like a parable or like maybe an adaptation or something like, I don't know, like it's, a Robert Louis Stevenson story? I think it's a bit. Yeah, yeah, it's it could a, be. The closest parable. Sorry, the closest uh, like. Uh, 
thing I could choose is maybe the Journey Center of the Earth, like a kind of okay. Jules Verne thing. Uh, Jules Verne thing, yeah. Yeah, because I'm they do go deep down on the water and like. So it's like basically and... a ragtag guy and bunch of guys trying to find Atlantis. Mm. Kinda, yeah. Kinda like El Dorado. But more steampunkish and yeah. more right. and crazy machines trying to kill and you. Better. Well, we have tangent of quite a bit here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, let's I mean, there is, a, there is a princess in this one. There yes. is. Yeah, yeah Kida, uh, Princess of Atlantis. Voiced by Cree Summers. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's so, <laughs> really well known in the animation industry. So. Serious. Let's get back on track. So let's talk about early eight, no mid eighties to early nineties to late nineties Disney, which encompasses all the blockbusters. Yeah. Ariel, Beauty and the Beast, fucking Lion King, Aladdin. fucking Aladdin. Oh my god, Aladdin! It's like that's this is Disney making so much money they can buy anything. <laughs> like, yeah, this was like, oh my god, Disney can do literally no wrong. Every Until sing- they release Pocahontas. But anyway, let's go on. Well, like, every single film was a fucking hit. It's mm. like, it was to the point where it wasn't fair anymore. It's like, you are releasing a certifiable golden ticket. Yeah, like, was- even the even the kind of experimental stuff like Beauty and the Beast, which experimented with 3D animation for the first time, was damn excellent. But the thing is, it wasn't using that as a crutch. No, it was just like, like, oh, by the way, we have enough money. Here's our 3D tech we're going to use in 10 years' time. And like, see ya. But the thing is, that ballroom scene still kind of holds up. I mean, it doesn't look that aged compared to other CGI. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit like, ugh. But, you know, comparing that to like Anastasia, which was Fox's thing, like, it looks so much better. Okay, Fox has had a lot of tech since then, uh, so I'm Mm -hmm. guessing it's more of an improvement on that. Yeah. I mean, who would have thought that the race for pop culture supremacy was based on ancient fairy tales yeah. <laughs> brought to life through animation and song? Well, hey, you have, don't have to pay anything for uh, stuff which is in public domain. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is why they're like 15... No royalties movies. spread anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So, Tom, let's start with you since we ended with you. Aladdin. Okay. Now, there we go. Where do you know what the question is? Because like, Princess Jasmine is so bay. Oh my god, Princess Jasmine <laughs> yeah. is like... Wow, but not just that, it's just... Who doesn't like Aladdin? I, w- I want to meet the person who generally doesn't like that movie. Because I can every- call out some friends, but anyway. But, <laughs> None I know. No, yeah. Because I know. honestly, you know, like, you know, the story is... It's simple, it's based on, you know, uh, hun- uh, 101 Nights? Arabian Nights. Arabian yeah. Nights. Um, you know, Alibaba and the 40 Thieves, that kind of stuff, like, which is nice, it was different, it was something we hadn't seen before in you know, Western storytelling, which I actually... Mean, my only complaint for Aladdin is, he originally was set in the more like Oriental time. I mean, uh, he wasn't like Middle Eastern, okay, if I recall. Eastern I he was like a Chinese guy or something at one point. A little bit, I yeah. Th- so yeah. that's the only thing they kind of had to tweak, but at the same time, I totally get it. Which is fine, and also they're going for like the Iran kind of like yeah. part of the world, which you know is that's good. I've been somebody's done the research. Like Aladdin literally takes place in in Baghdad, like that's Iraq. Yeah, well, you technically know? people assume that it, it was the apocalypse. It was the apocalypse that. because of all the references the genie makes. <laughs> now here's the thing. Oh, speaking of which, I think that's probably the only nitpick I have is yeah. because Robin Williams and the genie persona actually launched a thousand imitators from here on out since that movie That's came fair, out. That's fair, but and as that leads on to why uh, Aladdin is also great. Yeah. Every single song is fucking gorgeous. It knocks it out. Yeah, yeah. It knocks like, it out. Like, it out. Friend Like Me, uh, Prince Ali, Whole New World. Yeah. Like, 
Oh my god! Or the starting song. What's it called? The Street Rat song. Uh, Arabian Nights! No, it's called after that. Oh, and after that, yeah. Oh, uh, the the Latin song, his yeah, intro yeah. theme. The intro yeah. theme, yes. Like one step ahead. Of, like, it's a that really, the, it's really the, kind of like jazzy kind of beat to it. All of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, the thing for me, what I like about Aladdin was a return to form, music-wise, in terms of like it sounded like Jungle Book. It sounded like Aristocats. Yeah. Where it was less show tunes and more like jazz. It was fun. It was stuff yes. like you know, it wasn't just like oh, this is stuff you should be singing in a musical phase. Like no, this is just like stuff you can like. They really just hit bop to it, it, you know. Yeah. And also, they did what they do best, which is like just give Robin Williams like a, a script. He looked at it, went nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Let me do me. I was like, okay, we'll animate around whatever the fuck you say. Yeah. And Pro- it, props to the animators for putting keeping up. Keeping up. <laughs> for being Literally. able to capture the essence of Robin Williams somehow. Yeah. I mean, like, what are your thoughts on a potential remake? It's gonna be terrible. And who's directing again? Uh, Guy Ritchie. <laughs> I can't believe this is happening, dude. So, right off the success, success um, of King Arthur, <laughs> we're giving him the keys to the castle of this... So this is Disney sanctioned already, so right? So I can't wait to meet uh, Aladdin and his crew of well, lads. You don't uh, have to... Lund- oh, Lund- I see what you did there. A lad yeah. in yeah, Arabian Nights. No, but the thing is, it is based off, you know, royalty-free stuff. Yeah. Like... The rights? No, nobody owns the rights to exactly. the Arabian Nights. We could make an Arabian Nights movie. Sure. We should make yeah. an Arabian <laughs> Nights yeah. movie. Doctor Shafik and the Forty Thieves. Wow, yeah. that'd be amazing. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Um, oh yeah, Abu is adorable. Um, of course, of course. Uh, what's the name of the tiger again? Tiger. Uh, Raja, Raja. Raja. Raja, yeah. Raja is, you know, fantastic. Like, it's a little bit like uh, when um, Jasmine defies uh, the Sultan and he says, oh, Allah protect you from having any daughters. And the tiger just goes, mm-hmm. like they kind of stare at the camera, kind of like office, uh, spike the lens. Because the tiger is Christian. <laughs> he didn't understand the reference. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was here. Boys by Tim Allen. Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he does. He was big in the 90s. He was yeah. the tiger. Wow, amazing actor. Yeah, but I just gonna mention everybody's favorite racist parrot, Iago. Played by Sir Ian McKellen. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> played, played, played Gilbert by Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. My first. Jafar! <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. At least he's not too prevalent. That should be my ringtone. But he got, a lot of, he got a lot of opportunities to voice out his work later on after Aladdin. He became the Affleck Duck. Yeah. Which is fantastic. What's the Affleck Duck? Uh, Doug that sells insurance in the states. Oh god! So imagine Gilbert Godfrey's like, "Hey, you want to get insurance? You know I got insurance." That's a good Gilbert Godfrey, sir. <laughs> well it's, done. Not, it's not hard to do with Gilbert Godfrey's. Okay, if anything, pop culture fans out there, look for Gilbert Godfrey's telling of the Aristocats. Aristocats. The Aristocats. The Aristocrats. Aristocrats. The Aristocrats. <laughs> wow. Amazing piece of video. Just oh god! When he gets to the daughter, <laughs> and then she shits on her chest. <laughs> like, in that what? voice, especially. And then the dog gets involved. Hey, stop! Oh. Yeah. We're a Disney podcast now. Okay, why are we going there? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, um, Aladdin. Uh, who wants to uh, fight me for uh, best? Uh, you got it. Yeah, it's your you got it. Pretty right. much. Yeah. Okay. We I are mean, here in the same with you. I'm not disagreeing that it's a bad movie. It's good. I like yeah, it. It's one so, of my favorites. Who's who else has another favorite? You got a favorite, Shafiq? From that era? Yeah. Man, can I be serious for a second? Yeah. <laughs> sure. I kind of like Pocahontas. Really? Because Pocahontas oh. to me was the other one that decided to 
flirt with a very particular art style. Okay. Because visually, I don't know what it was called that kind of art style. Sorry, you have to refresh. I mean, the thing is, is like that colors of the wind sequence. Well, that was when beautiful. I watched it in the it's cinema. Oh yeah, that looks gorgeous. Now everybody's gonna bring up the fact like, oh, she's actually fourteen, and like this John is like way too old for her, and it's like, oh, are we not gonna mention like you know the plight of the Native American? It's like, eh, shut up. Like as a Disney princess, which is about the environment. Mm-hmm. Name another one that does that. Yeah, and also in response to like the plot of the Native American, I think that Disney did a fairly good job of painting Native American society in a positive light. It is done in a compared positive to what light. they did in the fifties. So yeah, I mean Jesus <laughs> because Christ, the, because the antagonists are the British who came down. Right? Like you yeah. know, remember people like people saying, "Oh, the plot of Native Americans." Like, motherfucker, have you seen Peter Pan? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Like, yes. That wasn't that long ago. What does the white man see, right? That was what, does song. The, why, what made the red man red? What made the red man red, sorry. <sighs> so, yeah. So, the thing is, maybe it's slightly apologetic. Yeah. But, okay. Colors of the Wind, sung by Vanessa Williams. Oh, that was beautiful. Yo, Vanessa Williams in the 90s. If I Ever Met You, the ending song. Mm, there that you was go. I mean, but it's not my favorite, but it's this is my... Here's an underrated thing. We should pay attention to this again. Like, like ignore the fact that it's got some problems socially and maybe creatively. Yeah. And like, okay, it didn't do as well as the rest. The but main characters are as boring as fuck. That's boring as fuck. That's, the main yeah. That's yeah. probably one of the one problems. That's pretty bad considering your main movies focus on your title character. But also, the main problem would also be like, yeah, what else can we say about Porco Hunters? Who voiced uh, John? Um, some Mel John. Gibson. Mel Gibson. Wait, wait. Are you serious? Nah. I was John Brit- Smith was Mel Gibson. Who's John? I think, yeah. Mel Gibson? Yeah. Possibly. Oh. John Smith, yes, I was about it is to Mel say, like, say even more. I was going to say Freddie Prince Jr. for some reason. No, no, no. Nah. no. That was probably another animation that we thought he about. Was, he was definitely a, in a, a Disney prince. Mm-hmm. I, I think his voice is a Disney prince. He's an actual Disney prince. Hey. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, yeah, okay. If you want to ask me from the golden era, my favorite, hands down, all time. Well, the disgusting thing is, he chose Aladdin. And I like Aladdin just as much. But you said you like Pocahontas. So but I mean, the thing is, that. like, like I said, uh, give it a chance. It's not great, but it's doing things differently and it's experimenting with certain things. And we should always celebrate stuff which experiments, and especially NFT. Disney, yeah. yes. which is like the safest yes. company. Yeah. I appreciate the fact that the grandmother Willow actually is a tree. Was awesome. No, no. <laughs> yeah. she, she taught really awesome <laughs> lessons per se. Like. Even though I don't quite get the logic, so trees can talk, but animals really can't. I mean, again, this is like nitpicking per se. Disney! Don't question Disney logic, okay? (laughs) Because we'll be here all day. (laughs) You don't want to go down a rabbit hole. Like, you know, why the fuck has Pinocchio appear in Aladdin for like a second? (laughs) Oh my god, yeah. There you go. But I also say this, like, I mean, as apologetic as it sounds, oh hey, some representation for the Native American girls. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true, like, true. That. You know what I mean? I mean, we've had all the races. What about the race that belongs to that country? Like, what was the last Native American to be shown in film? I can't think of anything. In a good light. Man, I mean, the thing Russian is, Mark, around yeah. that time, like, easily bringing up to mind would be like, movies like, uh, Dances with Wolves. Oh God. Which yeah. is like, a hit and miss. I mean, like, Another thing that comes to mind is like Last of the Mohicans, but I don't remember seeing Native American women yeah, we got being shown a, as strong or independent. We got a white English dude to play a Mohican. There you go. Mm-hmm. But uh, our favorite white English dude? No, is it? Which Daniel one is Day-Lewis. he? Daniel Lewis. Yeah. Dude, Daniel Day Lewis. Oh man, I'm gonna miss he him when he retires. Role, but yeah. Like, well, he keeps on retiring. 
like he says, I'm going to retire after this movie. Oh, I want another Oscar. What I'm going to retire after Like Hayao Miyazaki from. He was supposed thing. to do like this movie about a shoemaker. Did it finally. I thought that movie? was Phantom Taylor. Is it out? That should be out. By the time this podcast is out, it should Phantom be out. By then. Yeah. Yeah. Phantom, Phantom Thread. Thread. <laughs> That's his so called swan song. He's going to retire after that. That is his swan song. Yeah, yes. but you're mm. thinking of Adam Sandler who made a film about a uh, uh, cobbler. Is there another one? Yeah, Adam Sandler made a film about a magic cobbler. Oh, wow, how do we go from Daniel Day Lewis to Adam Sandler? Crazy. <laughs> Very easily. Last game podcast. Yeah, King of yeah. the Tangents. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, Mr. Toffee, what's your favorite uh, Renaissance? That is a very tough one because as much as I love Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go with a Dark Horse pick. Yeah, I have a Dark Horse down. pick. Hunchback. Hunchback. Yeah. Wow. Yo, okay. Hunchback's good. Okay, I will not say this is, obvi- this is obviously straying away from the book because, you know, the book has a very bad ending. They Ooh. all do. Yes. <laughs> what are you yeah. talking but, about? But this is the Disney's version of Hunchback Notre Dame. All of them are Disney versions. And I'm not saying it's perfect, but... Holy shit, I actually like the colors, I like the bad guy in this, I like the songs in this movie, and I like... I mean, I really love the hunchback in this film, um, what's that, um... Quasimodo. Yeah, Quasimodo. Quasimodo, thank you, my god, Quasimodo. I only remember Judge Frollo more, because <laughs> he was such a... Count Frollo. Count Frollo, Count Frollo. I actually remember him more because he was such a sinister bad guy from beginning to end. And I would give... Okay, I'll give this to Disney for this movie, it's like... I like the way you make the church look evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I borderline blessing me right Cosimo's there. I mom and he was, he really wants to fuck Esmeralda, honestly. An old man trying to do that, trying to lure him to his whitey ways and shit. I love how you just went ahead and just said it that way. <laughs> it's just crazy. And that song, Hellfire. Dude, Hellfire, man. That's such a fucking awesome you know, bad I've guy song. You know, I've not seen Hunchback in 20 years. You, it'll be different to you. Because when you watch it as a kid, it's very... Something I would say overwhelming. Away, yeah. I, Some things will fly away. I remember yeah. flashbacks of watching it and I remember being fucking terrified. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. That's but why I enjoyed it too. the part yeah. where everything's on fire and mm-hmm. he's dropping Count for Olaf on the roof. Oh, a lot of people dying from roofs in Disney movies, yeah. I just realised. I mean, like the preferred version of death is gravity. <laughs> yeah, because... You <laughs> Ever ha- since the first uh, evil witch in Snow White, yeah, she you, fell. You don't have to, you know, show it. It's like... Drop it. Well, they're dead. Let's not uh, follow it all the way down. I mean, it allows you to cut away at the perfect time. I mean, yeah. like, makes certain movies seem having the death scenes really gruesome. Like uh, Scar, that's how he died. Eaten by wild hyenas. But it wasn't yeah. shown. Yeah, I mean, they showed the we silhouettes. We showed the silhouettes. silhouettes. Yeah. But then, I would say... Wait, well, how did Mufasa die? He was dropped into he like the Beast. He trampled by yeah, Wildebeest. Trampled. Yeah, he would have survived it, I thought. Man. No. Have you mm. seen Wildebeest in real life? Nah. They're big. And actually, they're the scariest animals in Africa. Why so? Because they trample things. Because they're stupid as fuck. <laughs> I, actually, um, this is a tangent, but... Uh, it's I, always a tangent. Yeah, yeah. But I have uh, relatives who went on honeymoon to uh, South Africa. And they got trampled by wildebeest? Oh no. They went on safari and uh, they're talking to the park rangers and they're saying that, you know, with lions, lions will recognize the scent of park rangers. So if you can drive right up next to them and they can like, you know, look into the car and they won't attack because they recognize... This is someone I know, whatever. Wildebeest, you stay very fucking far away because they're really stupid and really twitchy and will run you the fuck down. And they weigh like half a ton each. And they're thousands in a herd. So here's the question. On a scale of fuck me to I'm gonna be alright, where do you rate the hippopotamus? (laughs) Uh, If you see... Have you played Assassin's Creed Origin? 
Well, you've mentioned it before. <laughs> yeah, we've mentioned it a couple of times. So, I mean, uh, you yeah. mentioned the hippopotamus. Fuck hippos, man. <laughs> Fuck them. They're also the scariest thing in Jumanji. The reboot? Oh, yeah. The, the reboot, reboot and the, reboot. the original. Yeah, I remember the original. No, wait, the original was an alligator. Was it? Was it a that was an alligator as well, too. Yeah. Um, whatever. Anyway, let's get back to uh, the Disney thing again. To the yeah, special so, Last yeah. King episode where we talk about Disney princesses. Yeah, we were on Lion yeah. King, actually, like after Hunchback of Notre Dame. I mean, the thing is, we kind of need to mention that, huh? Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. you were going to say Lion King, actually, because nah. it's, it's like you have to mention Lion King when you talk about the renaissance of Disney because, you know, they got fucking Elton John. Yeah, yeah. How did they get Elton John? Hmm. I guess this is more for my personal side because I just want to... I've always been the guy who likes different and more stuff that's a bit more... Not... I mean, I'm not knocking these films. They're very good. In fact, 10 out of 10, 9 out of 10. But Hunchback, even though it has its flaws and it has quite a few, it still resonates with me because you don't see this sort of thing being tackled on, especially about the church, so much. As much hey, you know, I'm not going to hit you because, you know, you were very fair when I said Aristocats, so, um, you know, I can't be throwing any stones. I think I will say, we'll say, like... And yeah, say, Esmeralda say, say, looks hot too. So at the end <laughs> that's of cool. Hunchback Notre Dame, the lead character doesn't hook up with the love interest. Which is the first occasion. Rare. Yeah, yeah, that was the first. That was the first. It's but like, he got the approval of the villagers. So I'm sure she's very happy ending. <laughs> she's very grateful, but she has standards. You know? <laughs> we should mention that. You know yeah. what? You got a kind soul, and you're probably a lovely person. Because if she were to hook up with the Quasimodo, that's already your Disney ending right there. Your if she hooked up with Quasimodo, that's your Disney. <laughs> that could be your typical Disney ending. You know, it just yeah. feels shoehorned per se. So, shoehorned? Yeah. I mean, that's what you have to do to get in anyway. <laughs> Good point. Nice <laughs> I'm very proud of you for that for yeah. some reason. <laughs> what? Okay. You know what? With Quasimodo, every day is hump day. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Flex. <laughs> oh, some stats. That would be a perfect place to end it, but we still have... We still need to go. We have one more tier, We have one more era of Disney that we do need to talk about, and that is... The, the fuck you is 2000s. It's time for us to f- show how much money we have. Yeah. Era. And it's like, we have so much money. We, we could do Disney's job, but we won't. Okay. We'll, we'll let them do their own thing. So, uh, who's going to start with their favorite and modern one? You go first, sir. Moana. 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 Okay. Moana is just... All right. From the film Moana. Yes. Okay. Because she is, she's the daughter of a tribal chief, which, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, not technically a princess, but she's going to inherit, like, so it's like... That whole community in Hawaii, right? Uh, right. Polynesia. Poly- Polynesia, sorry. And, I mean, talk about the princess alone. She is probably the best princess. I mean, aside from, like, you know, she's a person of color and, you know, she's young and she's... what Whatever. She is, you know... She is a driving force behind the movie, just getting shit done. Like, mm. without her, everything would be fucked. Because she's the one who goes to Mario and says, Get your shit together and go solve this problem that you created. I mean, I s- And then he bails and says, Okay, fuck you, I'll do it myself. <laughs> it's like, but you are just a little bit, I don't care, I will do it myself because you are a worthless piece of shit. She says that? You're she's a worthless very- piece of shit? In as many words. Mm. Like PG words, no, sorry, G-rated words as much as possible. Yeah, and also... My God, Lin-Manuel Miranda, like, mm-hmm. he is the s- the songwriter of our generation. What's he famous for besides this? Hamilton. Ham- oh, there you go. Like, 
every single song in Moana is just amazing. You know, from the fun shit like You're Welcome, which is just amazing. Yeah, rock singing, yeah. Who did the rock could sing? To Jermaine Clement singing like David Bowie for some reason. I think the rock was sang... He was a giant lobster thing, right? Like, I wanna be shiny. But yeah, he's stuff, from Flight of the Concords. Of yeah. course he can sing. Oh, no, no, like, <laughs> I, I knew he could sing. Like The Rock was surprising that he could. Yeah. I think he sang in... I can't remember. There's this one movie where he's like some guardian to some young girl. But he's like Not basically... Not fairy, is it? <laughs> no, it's the one where like he basically keeps reminding us, the audience, that he's a huge fan of Elvis. And he keeps singing Elvis songs. I remember that. It's been a while. It's been a while. Like, like, oh, The Rock can kind of carry a tune. Yeah. But I mean, since then, he, he probably has had done the practice. some promos in SmackDown. Uh, he can actually play guitar, so there's that. Well, okay, He's got cool. Practice. But also, um, Moana, played by uh, Ole Cavallo, who's she was 16 when this film was made, and she was singing like fucking Whitney Houston. Right. That's good shit. Yeah, man. listen, you've heard uh, how far I'll go. Mm-hmm. Right. That that came from a 16 year old. That is unfair. How powerful her voice is. And you know the story is beautiful. It. Like the the animation style is oh, gorgeous. Is gorgeous, yeah. And also, what I really like is uh, like the one of the main characters, Maui. He's a large dude, covered head to foot in tattoos. Yeah, I like it's that. a Disney movie, and like it does. Like obviously, there was some controversy, some like talks about how there were some things about they didn't do quite right with the culture. But Which they, is what? What did they do wrong? Though? Uh, some people said that they didn't like that Maui was depicted as fat. But like, no, he's. Big. He's built. Like, you know, this is what strong people look like when they don't dehydrate themselves for bodybuilding uh, exercises. <laughs> like, that is what big and strong looks like. There are layers of fat built in. I mean, I agree because I remember when people saw Game of Thrones and then, like, the mountain, it's like, oh, he's just a big fat dude. Like, no, no, that's muscle. Yeah. <laughs> Underneath all that. It's that's like, something that could kill you. Like, just they, they showed a video of him you. fighting, uh, what's his face? Ewan McG- uh, uh, Colin McGregor. Colin McGregor. It's like, you know, he has no fight training, but he was able to just like hold McGregor off, just like, go away. Just sheer physics and mass. Go away. (laughs) Yeah, that is, like, if you watch the World's Strongest Man competition, like, they're all like Maui. So, you know, fuck you with your uh, stupid, unenlightened... uh, I would say, like, the people who complain, like, probably their idea of what a strong person looks like is like a wrestler or like this very cut athlete, but no, 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 it's like... This is what a natural is strong what a, person would look yeah. like. And, you know, like, above from that, you know, they used a lot of uh, like native Polynesian uh, uh, words when they're making the songs. Like, they mm-hmm. released it in the language, which is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, they released Mulan songs in Mandarin. Yeah. 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 And, Sung by Jackie Chan. And oh, there that. was... Poorly done at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's just a real attempt to really just showcase this culture, which is often very rarely talked about. Mm. And... I mean, like... It's, kind of like Pocahontas it's yeah. the progressive one the progressive princess yeah and also the resolution as well where there's no like big fights yeah. when they realise that it's just like it's 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 an allegory for how we treat nature like if we just take from her she's gonna fuck us up yeah. if we treat her kindly and give back in some way she'll treat us nicely and that was I like how, the payoff yeah. yeah the ending worked really yeah, well that was just it was really beautiful and then you know when they finally get the courage to start being seafaring people again yeah. like and the ending chorus was just so beautiful. Yeah. Holy shit, the water effects. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen really good water yeah. effects and also, in the 3D animation. Some of the best comic relief. Uh, they got uh, what's his name from Firefly, the uh, pilot. Nathan Fillion. No, the pilot. Uh, that is Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. They got Alan Tudyk to make uh, clucking noises for a hen. 
Yeah, that 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 that. that D two S so like our favorite droid. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. Hey, hey was the heart and soul of the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, I mean, I need to confess, I still haven't seen this. You need to watch. You it. gotta at least and watch I might it. enjoy this. As you can see, I mean, like, the thing is, where I work, like my colleagues, like yeah. I, this is one Malay girl who loves this movie mm-hmm. because I think she said the sweetest thing ever when like I've never seen a Disney princess princess with a hair like me. Yes, like unruly as fuck. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that looks like what curly hair looks like. Like all these Disney princesses, except for Brave is not a Disney That's princess. Brave Pixar. is a Pixar film. Pixar, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. like okay, that is like cartoonishly unruly. Mm-hmm. But this, yeah, I've seen that hair. That's like you know. Yeah, and that's the thing. You, because that's another like it's a small touch where when she actually needs to get shit done like sailing, she ties her hair up, <laughs> and then when she's kind of relaxing, she just unties it because you know it's a bit more. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what women do with their hair. It's like when you need to get shit done, tie up out the way, get shit done. That's what you do too, I guess. <laughs> yes, that's what I do as well. How about you, Mr. Toffee? What is your current My pick around era? that millennium era? Yeah. This one might be also a weird pick. I'm gonna go. Okay, I'm gonna go with. Princess and the Frog came out in two thousand eight, if I recall. I like yes, that one. Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Princess and the Frog. Yes, it's yeah. very underrated and is not mentioned enough. Yeah, yeah. I loved the setting, New Orleans, with the oh, and contemporary how? setting and all with that. the Cajun culture yeah, and the Creole culture. speak. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And how everyone's speaking. The prince and then the princess herself, Tiana herself. Really yeah. awesome, strong character per se. Have... And an awesome villain too. Oh, oh, the yeah. Shadow Man, the Shadow Man. Yeah. Voiced make... by Keith David. With his friends on the other side. Yes. That was Keith David. Yes. That was Keith David. It's a deep voice, dude. Yeah. Mr. Gargoyle, Mr. Goliath himself. Oh, man. The, David. the yeah. velvety tones yeah. of Mr. Yeah. Keith David. Have you been to New Orleans in real life? Yes, I have. It's doesn't it about that? Yeah. Doesn't it capture the spirit of New Orleans it really perfectly? Does. Yeah. Like I was like right down to how everyone moves and make fun of each other. Yeah. You know. Like, have everything. you been to New Orleans? Never. People are like that. Yes. Really? Yeah. It's like uh, you. It's I, carnival every day. <laughs> actually, yes, you that is joke, true. But, no, it's true. <laughs> One time I was there uh, just on holiday, yeah. and uh, we were just walking around, and at night there's just suddenly a parade. Yeah. And. When he took an Uber back, we asked, is there something going on? And the guy said, man, I have no idea. It's a Thursday in NOLA. It's just a fucking That's parade. why the street smells like horse shit every single morning. <laughs> yeah. I, it's no, just, this is true. This it's, is like, true. it's a party fucking city and it's just so much fun to be in. And <laughs> that film really captures it. Yeah, yeah, wait, yeah, wait, yeah. guys. You've been... Even in the swampland area. I mean, you've got a... The bayou? Yeah, yeah the bayou. Like You've got like the saxophone playing alligator and so much fun. even the cajun the firefly you oh, know uh, he was great even though i had no idea what you were saying here's the thing like i think my only gripe with that film is it did so much in that little runtime it was complex for a kid's film you got this plot thread and that plot thread and it's the on. last one that's 2d animated yeah yes, the last yes. 2d and honestly like and I, the first one is a black girl yeah yeah i like it uh, I felt like the story was a little bit weak. Yeah, yeah. It just went all over the place. That's because, the I mean, to be fair, the Princess and the Frog original story is also really fucking weak. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a paragraph long. Girl sees frog, kisses frog, frog becomes prince, end of story. So, they so had the to, lesson yeah. is, had, if a talking frog wants to make out with you, could be a prince. Yeah. So no, no, I like, I like the all twi- for frog sex. I like the twist. Uh, I like the twist. No, for the, oh, I like the twist of that, like what happened to the prince and all that. But when it went on, f- 
a head and head. They could have just stuck to that storyline instead of introducing like the Firefly and a bunch of other new characters and even that Mama character. It was obvious padding. All over the place, yeah. Very obvious Super padding. But it's Disney. It's nothing but padding. Yeah, they have I to think that was, they took, they took the, the worst of the past films and put it in this one. Like, I mean, what do you mean? I mean, the padding. The padding. From the, the past films? Yeah, there was padding in the past films too. I mean, it's padding in all the films. I mean, yeah. but it's like... Uh, jung- Not as a parent. It's like Jungle Book levels of padding. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, but overall, I still love it because of what it was setting to do and the way it looks, the way it feels, the music. Even though I'm not really a fan of Randy Newman stuff, it's still fun. It's I still mean, fun. like the the middle stuff was a bit weak, like when the Bayou. Like I felt like the music then was a bit yeah. meh, but like the opening when we're introduced to the prince. Yeah, it's like very obviously we know this dude don't give a fuck. <laughs> He comes off the boat just like playing his guitar, going around, annoying people, just playing and singing yeah. and playing and singing and playing and singing. Like you're a piece of shit. But I like you. <laughs> yeah. And you got the Shadow Man, who is a piece of shit, but we all like how With, he did everything. Dude, it's of, Keith Davis. Yeah, one of the best villain songs. Yes. Like, cause normally, definitely, definitely. Cause up there. Up this there. is a criticism with Disney. Often the villain songs are a bit weak. Like, Little Mermaid. Ursula had a good one, yeah. No, the Ursula Hellfire. Yeah, no, Hellfire is really, the best one. I, don't, I can't remember Hellfire, okay. but like, okay. uh, Scar's one was weak Do as fuck. No, I actually kind of like that, especially when the, the hyenas were dancing like we were marching like I mean, an army. So I would say yeah, it was best, cool, but yeah. Jeremy Irons didn't sing. He didn't even try to sing. He mm. just went, he just talked rhythmically. Like, I didn't mind that. That was actually how he, he wanted to quote unquote sing and it actually worked in tandem to the melody. I kind of yeah. like that. For me, for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, I like the choice because the thing is we should talk about Princess of the Frog because to me it's like the end of an era because yes. yeah. after that it's just like frozen and whatever. Everything's 3D after that. Starting yeah. with Tangled. Yeah. yeah. Which Tangled is actually Red. an underrated movie. You liked it? That is true. I, I really liked it like Tangled. Because mm. it's the first one where you have a character saying why the fuck is everyone singing? <laughs> why on earth is everyone singing? I think yeah. they did it in Shrek. Right. No, no but, yeah, but for Disney to is, pull this shit off. Thing is, yeah. Shrek collapsed under the own, its own weight of like... Um, uh, Self-parody and yeah. reference. Yeah. It's like, you know, good first movie and then Shrek 2 is like, okay, this is fun. Uh, you don't need to carry on doing this. Oh, you're going to carry on doing this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is why no one likes DreamWorks. But whereas, you know, Disney were able to do it subtly. Like, it's just, they go to an inn and they just all start singing about what they wanted to be if they weren't criminals. Mm-hmm. And Finn's just like, what what's going on like why are these hard tough men singing it's like now you sing now it i had a dream yes. perfect yeah, yeah really good stuff and the horse is the mvp of the film itself oh amazing <laughs> amazing horse not He's since, just horse right not Isn't since fru fru from the aristocats <laughs> yeah. has there been a useful horse in the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's just put that on record. You know? There you go. Uh, oh, man. The That's how listen. The way he cold clocks uh, Finn as well. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, the underrated films back in, back in the 2000-ish no, era. It made... It really lost money, didn't it? It made decent money, but at least it paved the way for stuff like Frozen. It didn't make Zootopia. Frozen money. I mean, the yeah, thing is, I would that. not compare it to Frozen, but I would say something like Princess and the Frog because it didn't make Ariel or like... Beauty and the Beast money mm-hmm. and it, probably because of the paradigm shift of like the animators like we got to move on mm. to like other things it became ironically too expensive to continue doing 2D yeah I know I mean but yeah I would agree that has to be mentioned more Princess yeah. of the Frog was like 
it's a nice uh, curtain call bookend yeah. to like an era of 2D swan animation song. not the perfect not film not swan but song there's still Disney princess well, yeah. it's well, a like change so in direction the, the swan yeah. song to the 2D yeah, musical yeah I agree yeah, not yeah. a perfect film but I loved it personally regardless and it needs to be mentioned hell of a lot more yeah I mean I would almost include it in the renaissance period if, if it had been released five years earlier it would still yeah. it would include it in renaissance and it would fit perfectly fine yeah. I think because I'm, it was released too late yeah. that everyone was like mm. I'm actually happy it didn't because like right after Hercules and Pocahontas and Hunchback of Notre Dame I think Disney went downhill from there because they had it's because they closed their main yeah. studio and they opened up one in Florida. That's what the ones who did Atlantis and all the weird fun yeah, shit. Yeah, like. yeah. And Brother Bear and Emperor's Home on New the Groove. Range. Yeah, that one too. Yes. Emperor's New Groove is underrated. Okay, that one's I'm okay. Sorry, that, that was okay. That's, that's the one where the guy becomes a llama or an alpaca, yeah. right? That was, that was cool. That was it's fun. great because it's just, it's it's so, uh, it's almost like Deadpool in a way. It's just, it's so self-referential and yeah. self, uh, like... And memorable villains as well too. Yeah. Don't like, forget Hunk and... The the ma- that magistrate will go. I mean, but oh, speaking like, of padding, Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Hey, I mean, like Emperor's New Groove was supposed to be Emperor's New Clothes. Yeah. But instead of clothes, he turns into an alpaca. So, explain away. <laughs> well, I guess it's because there had to be the most of David Spade. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> what did he do after that? Nothing. Not much. Not much. Just a bunch of comedies. From How there. dare you, sir? <laughs> David Spade was important somehow. <laughs> I mean, he was a good parent to Chris Farley back in the 90s. I'm sorry. This is yeah. old man speaking right now. Yeah, and he then actually he be- made the show just should be at least tolerable. You enjoyed least. that? I don't remember okay. that at all. Okay. And he was one of the worst parts of This Means War, which is a really bad sitcom. <laughs> okay. Patrick Warburton was funnier. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Yeah. But anyway, so Shafiq, what's your... Uh, uh, oh, uh, your favorite f- Millennium movie? So for the Millennium Age, which is... Okay, I mean... I would say, like... Okay, on a technicality, she is animated. I'm gonna go for Princess Leia in Rogue One. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's not actual Carrie Fisher, it's CGI Carrie Fisher. Sure, sure. (laughs) (laughs) But sure, sure. But you're gonna have to pick a Walt Disney animated production. She's a. She's. It's Disney? Technically? No, literally a princess. We're gonna strip away, strip away the technical. And she's animated. You gotta have to pick something <laughs> from that circle, dude. I what do you mean? Come on, come on. I'm not lying. So Look, much. if he can choose cats, <laughs> I'll choose CGI Gary Fisher. <laughs> I mean, okay, like, if I want to be really serious about this, right? Okay. Because for me, this is when I kind of fell off the Disney train. In a, in like, I didn't know where else this was going or whether I cared about it because. I'm on the side of like, I didn't really care about Frozen. Like, I'm more of a How to Train Your Dragon guy. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like, this is where DreamWorks really decided outshining. Yeah, let's up the ante. It was because I realized, oh, we can't make Shrek 5. Or 6. Let's do something original. And yeah, How to Train Your Dragon. We need to do a DreamWorks episode someday. One day. We can. We should. The rise, fall, and rise again of DreamWorks. Like, the inconsistent Mm. ass uh, DreamWorks. But you have to understand, like... Didn't Spielberg start it out? Sp- Katzenberg and Giffen, SKG. Yeah. So that's the three. That's the trinity. But yes, I'm going to stick to my pick, <laughs> CGI <laughs> Carrie Fisher. Uh, because fine. she's a Disney princess who's animated. <laughs> so, Rogue One, best Star Wars movie, 
not centered around a lot of Star Wars. Okay. That's all How I can say. your second <laughs> pick within the Walt Disney production? It is a Walt Disney production. Second, second pick. If like, I had to choose besides yeah. CGI yeah. Carrie Fisher. The ones with the princesses and the animals, I guess. Princesses and animals? An animal? Uh, he walks an animal. Chewbacca's an animal. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me just dance around the description. He's, he's trying to get you to talk about Zootopia. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> No, if you want to talk about I don't it. care about Zootopia at all. You okay. don't care about Zootopia at all? If I, I was like, it's alright. It's a good film. It's I a like, fantastic I like the whole film. race allegory really? in that film. Jakey Simmons as a fucking lion mayor? Yep. Come on. Okay, but then you also have Jason to understand. Jason Bateman as a white Bateman, fox? Yes. As a person who used to be employed as a police officer, yeah. I really don't care about that movie at all. Ah, okay. <laughs> it's like when you showed me, movie. like, if you show me, like, a gritty detective movie, that's entertaining. You show me a movie about a beat cop trying to give up parking tickets or like maintain some sort of civil obedience and she's a rabbit <laughs> it's like mm. well the overarching <laughs> plot was actually way more interesting than it should be yeah I, was, yeah. I give it right yeah it and really there were good. a lot of really interesting like smaller comments like uh, the, when uh, the news about the carnivores going crazy comes out yeah. like that part where they're on the, the metro this tiger sits down and then this mother likes like brings her daughter closer it's like Ooh, I can imagine a lot of people can um, uh, relate to that. Yes, <laughs> my only beef with Zootopia is the way the they cows. shoehorn. That's the beef with <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> that too, of course. But how they shoehorn the Shakira song? That was oh, that was stupid. Yeah, that was dumb. But which Shakira song? Uh, she was an antelope singing. Her What's name the is song? Gazelle. Yeah, Gazelle, yeah. not Giselle. Like Gazelle. you couldn't have Gazelle. made. You had to make the joke so obvious. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I don't know. I mean, also I. What I like about Disney movies nowadays are like the small jokes you can see, like here, there, and everywhere. Like um, when she's pulling out of Bunny Town, and you see the population just like slowly ticking up because they're mm. like breeding like rabbits. And then we're at the smaller part of the of the Zootopia itself. You go to the Shrew Town. Oh yeah. <laughs> Had to step around while chasing the weasel. That was good visual gags, basically. That was also Alan Tudyk. Oh yeah, anatomically correct too. You know, Alan Tudyk was also in Rogue One. Which yes. has the best Disney <laughs> animated princess of this wow, generation. Wow, this skirting around, you need to wear a dress, son. <laughs> wow. If I had to choose? Okay, give I me was... some options. Let me, let me, I can't really think of anything. Because when you talk about like the final age, the current age of the Disney princess, yeah. right? Like, They're everything... They're from, really. Exactly. Not that much. Me, besides Moana... Big Hero 6? I didn't care it. about Big Hero 6 it was, at all. It was a fine movie. It's alright, yeah. you know? And it was then, a good way to sell a Fall Out Boy album. Really? <laughs> oh my god. Is, yeah. that, is that your takeaway from it? Jeez. Well, it was, okay, it was cool. Okay, simply, so what is Big Hero 6 about? A boy and his robot. No, it's Simple not. Simple as that. It's what about a boy forming a team to do what? Nobody remembers. To be a superhero <laughs> group. To, to fight a guy who lost his daughter to some weird there you tech. Go. Yeah. All right, and like I like the nanotech stuff, but yeah. a very forgettable cool. movie yep. to me. Uh, but also, I think what I really like is just Baymax was so cute as a plush toy, but as a character, I find it quite no, annoying. No, as a character, no, it's I fine. Loved it, like, it's like the part where he got punctured, and so like he keeps on like uh, he's just like, getting taped, just like fixing himself. Mm-hmm. And just like I don't, on a scale of one to ten, how do you rate your pain? On a scale of one, to, like when he keeps on hurting himself, like, yeah. on a scale of, yeah. on a scale of, on a, on a scale of, on, on a, on a scale like of a, one It's to like ten. a smart robot acting like how a robot would. Yeah, it's like we've all been in the period where like a computer keeps on repeating itself, like from the beginning. Like, I know this annoyance. So it has moments, but I'm not saying it's top tier entertainment. But no, still I mean fine. it's 
it's fine as what it is, but it's definitely not like peak Disney quality. I mean, if anything, if you were to ask me to choose from this current age, frankly, it's like choosing a lot of Bs instead of having an A you to look to at. You need to watch Moana and then you can... But then that's your choice, sir. I know. I'm not going to share a choice with you. Actually, you can share a choice. Yeah, yeah. Ask to ask. Because I'm trying to remember <laughs> what else came out before out uh, Princess and the Frog, though. So there's I not mean, much. like, I would say this, like, you had Princess and the Frog and then came Tangled and then the new wave with the 3D stuff. So, yes, Big Hero 6. So, yes, Zootopia. But, I mean, like, it's like I'm being pigeonholed into, uh, like, you have to choose Frozen. It is the Disney princess juggernaut that we cannot escape Avoid. from. And, and it's the only one that's getting a sequel. And Man, that's the, crazy. The most annoying part is that actually it's not a bad movie. It's alright. It's, it's a pretty good movie. Ano- it's the Snow Queen retold right? Yeah. Uh, yes, Queen. The yeah. ice queen. I cannot yeah. say that it's overrated. It's not overrated. It's just overhyped. People are actually giving yeah. way too much credit. It's I mean, overhyped and overplayed. Film. The biggest, biggest criticism I give, I can give it, is that it gave us that fucking twenty-five minute short in front of Coco. Oh. Yes, <laughs> fuck that short. Well, that that that, f- that snowman had his own spin-off, right? Yes, yeah. it Frozen was, Gaiden. Hey, it's fucking TV or Disney Channel, you for fucking so goddamn long. And the worst part is, is that you know they did it because they they thought they couldn't sell a Latino, a Mexican, um, Mexican uh, hero. Yeah. They couldn't not Make just a Mexican a hero, but a Mexican uh, the Day of the Dead. Like they were thinking, how can we sell Day of the Dead to white people or to people outside of Mexico? No, actually, know, it's not even like white people. It's not white people. It's, it's literally it's, how do you sell it to little white girls? Yeah, you know. It's like fuck you for not having faith in your own uh, Products, material. Yeah. Like, like if you were like Disney back in the day, you would have just released it. Mm-hmm. Because the they the branding was stronger then. then. Yeah. yeah, I would say this, grandmothers. Any of you Last King fans who <laughs> might have grandchildren, take your kids to see Coco. You'll have a magical movie to bond with. <laughs> like, oh my god, Coco. I... <sighs> it's such a beautiful film. One of our top 10 films of uh, I think, 2017. I think we chose that to be our number one. Nah, I still say Get Out. Get Out, mm. then Coco. We're still deciding on that, even though the list is probably out by the time we yeah. publish it. So, yeah. like, this is the weird thing about you know living in a weird like a uh, time lord like period. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We know we did this. It's we're not that, here. Uh, we didn't know yet. <laughs> we're from the future. Spoiler alert: We're yeah. all Doctor Who. Yeah, and you <laughs> know what? When are Doctors fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen? And yeah. Mr. Toffee, his one is spelled H O O or H U. H U. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. I'm Doctor Who, and you are Doctor Whom. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. And on that note, before we cap off, Wait. how about maybe you want to revise that list we talked about at the start of the episode? At the start of the episode? Yes. So, top 10 Disney princes. It's been nine. Each one of us chose. Wait. Okay. One from a different <coughs> era. Uh, we'll there keep should it be really a number short. one. Yeah. Okay, tell you what. Let's do this. To be fair, okay. We have to make sure they're a princess. Okay. Yeah. So. Princesses. Yeah. Princess I? Princesses. Princess. Okay. Uh. So maybe I would say number 10, give it to Snow White, yep. the OG, the original. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, I want Sleeping Beauty right up there at number 9 okay. for being the first of the golden age to try something new. Mm-hmm. How yep. about you? You choose one. Choose one. Uh, I'm going to pick Princess Tiana somehow. Okay, Princess Tiana? Yeah. Okay, so from the frog and the princess. Princess and the frog. Princess, princess and the frog. frog. 
Yeah, it shouldn't be the frog prince. It's they flipped it, right? Yeah, princess. Wow. Frog. Wait, she becomes a princess at the end when they get married. But mm. uh, then what's the next one you want to put in? Uh, who else? Got... At number seven. Okay. Um, the one I want to. Okay, seven maybe. Esmeralda. She's not a princess. Gypsy. Okay. Yeah, She's seven. a gypsy princess. She, I guess. she has to be a princess. That's okay. the only okay, okay, rule. Fine, fine. Man, Belle has to be way up above though. So but Belle's I'm not gonna... a princess. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> well, like if you want to be the, the, the thing very, is right. At the very very end of yeah, the movie, yeah. at the very end, does she marry a prince? She was a royal. They, they didn't mention prince because at the Snow start. White and Cinderella fall under that technicality the, that they in, become princesses when the they marry the prince. In the intro, they introduce the beast as a prince. So she so becomes a princess eventually. Yeah, yeah. Eventually. Okay, so she counts. So we can put Belle in there. Okay. Okay. How about you? Uh, is Moana a princess? Yes, because she's the daughter of a chief. Okay, there you go. She's gonna rule that entire place. A chief place. is Polynesian for king. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. alright, uh, then okay. who, who else would you wanna add? Uh, Jasmine. Yeah, she's definitely, she's definitely a princess. princess. She's, yeah. right, she's the only one who's definitely royalty. I don't know what the female name, f- I mean, for this, like, what's the Sultan's daughter called? Princess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, I don't know. I, like, I'm not familiar with the Arabic terms for um, mm. uh, aristocracy. Let's continue on. Ten we got like Jasmine. two more spaces, right? Yep, yep. Okay, Pocahontas is not a princess. She's the daughter of a chief. Okay, we, sh- we shall allow on that. that so technicality. The, as long as her dad rules a people. Yeah. Okay, we want to put Coca- Pocahontas in there? Pocahontas? Pocahontas. 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 <laughs> Poca- Pocahontas. Okay, anyway. Okay. And of course, number one. Princess Leia. <laughs> sure, fine. Of She's course, a princess. She's under Disney. And... Uh, animated. <laughs> I just realized we didn't, haven't given any love to the Little Mermaid and Ariel. Oh fuck! Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> overrated as hell. Okay. Well, I the thing is, ever fuck. since hipster Ariel appeared on Tumblr, <laughs> I am so sick of seeing her. And also, <laughs> that movie is really problematic if you think about it. Really? It's like your best way to uh, win the heart of a man: say fucking nothing. Yes. Which is why she would be. Awesome wife material, according to me. Yeah. Please listen to our beauty and bestiality <laughs> episode. Do Way back in season heroic two. When you think about it, she's when you pout and you, your dad will eventually give you the superpower to actually go up to land. The, in the end, yeah. Uh, Triton, Triton. Oh, yeah. which that's how it ended. I would say that's wanted. a detriment to the source material because what's the lesson that we learn here? Yeah, it's just was that even a lesson? A Little Mermaid? I forgot what. In the was. original one, yeah, the lesson is. Don't, don't like sometimes you sh- hopefully you don't get what you wish for I mean that'd be an honorable mention because it's don't the first one to like question people's sexuality around animals maybe what she's got a fishtail <laughs> and she's got a hot bond she's so. also 15 so uh, you better yeah, check okay. very carefully <laughs> say that again she's got a hot bond <laughs> and on that note <laughs> I, I mean, mean like, it's time to uh, start wrapping it up yeah we need to wrap this up okay very much like uh, I'm waiting how... for this joke <laughs> yeah. this you know be a really good joke I'm not gonna do it All right. fuck it sorry no. Lost King fans no I have a, I have achieved maximum Dr. Shafiq okay Doc- so so your Dr. Shafiq levels are 11 out of 10 over right? 9000 <laughs> okay yep. so boys and girls yeah, by now Dragon Ball Fighter Z should be coming out yep. yeah, we've already reviewed it's it come by out then and you've probably hopefully it's good it, you've probably said fuck it I, I probably said yeah it's alright yeah. Yeah. it's 7 out of 10 Dragon Balls okay but anyway Disney Princess Sis Princess Sai eh. Princesses, Princesses Disney Princess CSI Miami <laughs> 
Like what You're we on need? The shade too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? It is essential to pop culture because it bankrolled Disney into giving us the Avengers movies. So we need to give credit where credit is yeah. due. Like we, also, that wouldn't exist. <laughs> If it wasn't for Snow White back in the day, they needed the foundation to build this empire. So the Renaissance films and even the Golden Age films, they helped create that. I mean, Mickey Mouse ain't shit compared exactly. to all these things. Don't the say that too loudly. Well, we still want those Disney dollars, though. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Disney is hot. Like, Mickey Mouse is the hot shit. <laughs> He's the best. All hail our Lord Mouse and Mickey. Uh, hail Mickey. <laughs> what? Hail all Mickey. Hail Mickey. <laughs> Oh man, are we gonna make Mauschwitz jokes now? <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, that was the uh, Amblin Entertainment episode coming soon. So what? What's that gonna do with Mauschwitz? <laughs> anyway, uh, you know what the it was next to Mauschwitz? What? Dachau. <laughs> Dachau. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stop right now. So that was that was that was that was right there. Episode. So this has been an extra special revised Disney Princess episode. Uh, starring me, Prince Shafiq, along with Count Count <laughs> Count Tofula, Count Tofula, yum. <laughs> Enjoy the rainbow, bitches. What? And this has been His Royal Highness, uh, the Duke. Proper high. The Duke of uh, Payaleba. The Jew. The Duke. Duke. Oh, Duke. We already did the Osh- the Mauschwitz reference, sir. <laughs> the Duke of Payaleba. <laughs> First Viscount of um, <laughs> Singapore, eccentric Tom. Esquire, <laughs> the third. Signing out.